Hey listeners, if you like It's Super Effective and what we do here, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and support us on Patreon for like a dollar or so or however much money you want to give us, but really just a dollar would help if you like listening to the show. That's like 25 cents an episode for a whole month. And there you go. You can support It's Super Effective and you can make us better and we can provide even more Pokemon content for you. So head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective if you want to support this awkward and sometimes funny podcast. Thanks. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 173rd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have, as always, the lovely William. (laughs) Why am I lovely? (laughs) Have you never seen me? I am like the opposite of lovely. I've seen you. I met you. I met you at Nationals. Oh, met me. Oh, weren't we reminiscing on that earlier this week? We were. We were. It was very... um, you said I was a jerk, actually, and I definitely was not. No, I'm, you said you were a jerk because you didn't remember the first time I met with detail. We met with details. Like, I remembered exactly what you were doing and what I was doing and every moment of that magical time in my life. I remember I, remember I was playing the TCG. Uh, I was playing Chris Illich, I believe, and then after, I was playing Dom. Yeah, you remember that now because I told you. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. And you came, and I was like, "Well," and then I was like, "Give me a second to finish this match." And then when I was finished, I'm pretty sure I gave you a hug. Uh, I don't know about that. You're not a very huggy person. That's that's true. That's true. Um, and then also with us today, we have a a Kickstarter backer with us. As always, you can kind of see the pattern. We've been doing this for weeks now. We have another Kickstarter. I think we have Kickstarter backers out till. To the middle of July, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but we have Georgie with us today. Bonjour, everyone. <laughs> All the way from France. Yeah, very much. <laughs> uh, actually, I believe, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you're from Wisconsin as well. I am from Wisconsin, yes. That's awesome. And we had two Wisconsinites on the show, Will. Of course, I did live in Texas at one point. Oh, Texas is cooler. I wouldn't say it's cooler. It's definitely bigger. <laughs> Man, I love Texas. I, I don't. So bad. It's very hot. It is very hot. Oh, my goodness. But I'm not going to go into detail with that. <laughs> uh, Georgie, obviously a uh, big enough fan to donate to be in the show. Um, when did you start listening to it, Super Effective? Um, I started listening when my, uh, actually, my mother kick-started your project and she just said, you should listen to this because it's Pokemon and I know you love Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and I started That's with cool. one of the episodes called like Shiny Mudkip. Okay. And then I dropped off because high school is a jerk. And, you know. Sure. Didn't, didn't have too much time to listen. 
I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Just curious. Now I'm trying to remember what episode that was. I don't know. It was like 52 I started with. Oh, wow. I just jumped in. So you are one of those people who's smart enough not to go back to episode one. Good, I guess good, so. Good call. If, good call. If, that's, if that's what is qualified as smart, then yes, I am smart. SMRT. So started listening 50-some. Now, you mentioned your mom, and so she, she's a listener as well? or um, No, she's just a Kickstarter fanatic, and oh, okay. I love her. <laughs> it's just as good. Yes. She's... Mainly with video games, she loves to kickstart and board games and lots of games. She's a gamer, gamer girl. Oh, that's awesome. I wish my mom was that like that. My mom is hip. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Will, Will has a pretty hip mom. She plays Animal Crossing, doesn't she, Will? Uh, Animal Crossing, Pokemon, uh, Fantasy Life was, is her big one now that she plays a lot of, which I, I think she's like, she and my niece and nephew are the only people that play Fantasy Life. But oh, is that is that what it's called? It's the one where you could like beget all these careers and stuff. Yeah, that that sounds familiar. Fantasy Life. It's like a DS game where you, it's an open world RPG in which you can basically do whatever you want. Yeah, it was like the big announcement from E3 last year that everybody got all excited for and nobody bought. Yeah, that <laughs> that sounds about right. That does sound about right. Cool. So, Georgie, we asked you earlier what your favorite Pokemon was, and we'll save that for uh, Pokemon of the Week. Okay. Unless that wasn't your favorite Pokemon. We won't. Um, no, I, I'm in love with so many Pokemon, I can never choose one. Although I can tell you which Pokemon that I used as my first love. <laughs> All right, well, we'll save that, we'll save that, uh, that Pokemon a week till the end. So, All right. no spoilers. Um, no spoilers. Otherwise, uh, before we get into news, so for the show we have today, we have uh, actually quite a bit of news, and then our middle segment, which might be a little short, will be just kind of some E3 predictions, since that will be happening on Tuesday uh, with Nintendo's hour-long Nintendo Direct, and then we will have, of course, our item of the week and our Pokemon of the week as well to round out the show. Uh, But before we dive into some news, uh, uh, we'll start with uh, some off-topic segment, because that... It's kind of been going well here. Uh, actually, but before I, I ask Will, we had a couple people actually write in and they say that they like how we start off with the kind of off-topic segment or the how was your weekend segment. Because it really, a lot, a lot of people said the same thing. They said it brings a lot of personality to the show. It's just not Pokemon news, Pokemon this, Pokemon that end show. It kind of brings out that we're all real people. We do real things with our lives, so. So I'll speak for yourself. I'm not a real person. <laughs> Will's not real. He's a hologram. Um, but Will, what's uh, what's what's new? What's cooking? Well, I'm trying to change things up. So I've been uh, reading a lot of short stories lately. But my big thing from this weekend was after uh, five or six years of knitting, I realized uh, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> and uh, I've seen you knit stuff. It turns out all right. Yeah, to the untrained eye, it looks fine, but it actually, I've been putting an extra wrap in every knit stitch, and um, by not doing that, I can now, it actually takes me less than half as much time to to knit things. I mean, it's nice, except that I'm, you know, three quarters of the way through this sweater, so now the last quarter of it is going to be done differently and much faster. <laughs> 
How did you discover this? Was it just like somebody just was like, hey, you did this wrong, man? Uh, one of my coworkers had mentioned to me, she's like, why do you knit like that? That's weird. And I was like, that's not weird. This is perfectly fine. It, obviously, it looks normal. And then yesterday morning, I was like, well, now I'm curious. Why did she say that? Let me look on the internet at some videos of people doing uh, knit. So the, the important thing to know is I knit Continental. Um, and so I pulled up some videos of people knitting continental style and instead of wrapping from the back of the needle around the front, which is what I had been doing, they, um, just kind of grab it in front of the needle and pull it through and there you go. (laughs) Cause I, I, I was kind of wondering myself why I knit so much more slowly than most people. And it turns out it's because I was putting that extra wrap on the needle, and uh, and that takes more time. Knitting tips from Will. Knitting 101. Uh, Georgie, how about you? Anything exciting? Well, mostly for this weekend, I went to a graduation party because end of high school, so a lot of seniors are getting kicked out. <laughs> Those are always and fun. Besides that, I've been working with my uh, half-brother on some our own little world, our own little story. Oh, cool. You know, I can really say all I've been doing is sleeping and getting uh, ca- caffeine highs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. I don't lead a very interesting life as a student. Nah, it's all right when you get when you get a job and you don't go to school anymore. It doesn't get more interesting. <laughs> I didn't think so. Although I am trying to get a job. I'm thinking at this little local ice cream parlor we have i think that's a good idea ice cream all the jobs great. yeah all the jobs i had in high school were working for the city government and you find out after you like leave high school and you're trying to do a resume they're like oh city government job boy i wish you had experience in retail <laughs> so. <laughs> sounds like fun ah uh, yeah well uh i i have brought back the healthy living in my life we haven't talked about healthy living in a while, but uh, as, <laughs> as of uh, June 1st, what is what is today's day? June 14th. I, this is my 14th day straight of um, not drinking soda and only drinking water. Not even iced tea. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? It's, it is hard. I uh, had unsweetened iced tea once. Um, I went to KFC. Also, by the way, KFC has, they redid their whole menu and it's fantastic now, but this isn't a KFC podcast, but uh, I did have unsweetened iced tea and I actually hated it more than I hated the water. Okay, so here's here's the trick. Uh, if you have that option of having unsweetened iced tea, which I know is very common at Chipotle, I know it's available at Doodles and Company um, and various places, what you do, typically you'll find also at those places they have Lipton uh, lemonade uh, in the soda fountain, and lemonade does not count as soda. So you put your ice in your cup, you fill up your cup three quarters to nine tenths full with unsweetened iced tea, and then fill in the rest with some lemonade. It sweetens it just enough without being overly sugary. Ah, uh, okay. And then you get kind of lemon iced tea. Well, I was trying to stay away from anything with sugar with it. No, don't do that. Stay away from the carbonation. A little, little bit of sugar is what you need to stay sweet. Uh, yeah, it's been going good, though. Like, uh, I've, I'm not quitting soda for good. I was just seeing if the water would make me feel like better or more energized or 
people say that if you drink a lot of water, you sleep better, stuff like that. So, you know, I'm just trying, like, to see if it actually affects my health. Um, okay, um, drinking caffeinated water is not going to make you sleep better. I mean, I only drink one caffeine. So the, the Piggly Wiggly, and I, I heard Select oh Myers also sell Water Joe, which is caffeinated water. Um, I drink that in the morning because I'm tired, uh, and I didn't want to take caffeine pills, which was like the other option. No, yeah. the other option is drinking coffee like a normal person. No, I don't want to drink coffee because it's not water. I want to s- water only will. No, no, trust me, coffee is water. <laughs> it's water that's been pooped through a bean. <laughs> the only way I drink coffee is with lots of sugar and lots of cream, and so. No, no. See, this is where you make your change. Have your coffee with some Coca-Cola milk and no sugar, and it's fine. I did have chocolate milk yesterday. That is not water. That's true, but I was I was out to breakfast. I wanted to treat myself because that was day 13. Uh, plus, milk is good for you. It's better for you than soda is. That's true. So, um, I do plan to, uh, to go back to my keystone of dr pepper once this is done but not as much because now i'm 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 adjusted to water and so yeah healthy living hooray um i would recommend if you can try to tolerate a small amount of sugar in your uh in your iced tea uh lori's lemon tea from honesty is very good as is Assam black tea from the same brand. And then Inko's tea, which I have a bottle, empty bottle sitting right here. Inko's, I-N-K-O apostrophe S, makes a white tea with uh, honeydew flavoring. And it tastes just like the um, flavor of a shave ice from Hawaii. So oh. I, I, that, I get that quite frequently. And it's got very little sugar in it. Inko's, sounds fun to say. It's like Inko. <laughs> Except Inko. <laughs> it's like a Pokemon. Of course, you gotta get it. Speaking of Pokemon, we have some Pokemon news for you all. Uh, first bit of news is actually pretty simple. It's like a call of action. Either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. But the entire first season of the Pokemon anime is on Pokemon TV. Which is that... Uh, free app you can get on your um, Android device to your iPhone or I think it's on Roku and it's on Fire TV. It's on all that stuff. But um, I'm looking right now just to verify because Pokemon.com said it's there and it looks like all of Season 1, Volume 1 through 4 is definitely there. It's uh, over 50 some episodes it looks like. Uh, As well as Pokemon the first movie is also on Pokemon TV. So if you want Get your 1999 in. Now's the time. That wait, Pokemon TV costs money. No, like 1999 as of the year. Oh, shoot! It sounded like you were saying the cost of something. Um, so that means that the greatest episode of the Pokemon cartoon is available for anybody to watch whenever they want, over and over and over again. Uh, what's it? it's like called? Like Showdown at something town. Um, Showdown in Pewter City? Pewter City? Pewter, yeah. Kind of slowed uh, it there, but you got the point. Maybe. That's 20 all... versus Brock, I believe. Episode 5. No. Tag, nabbit. Um, all you need to know is it's Pikachu in the ketchup bottle. It is the greatest piece of drama oh, that has ever been the created. One where they're right before Fuchsia Gym, I believe. It's the like the Scyther versus the other... 
to elect a buzz. I don't know. Um, yeah, site there was elect a buzz. Uh, I believe it's showdown at Dark City. Yep. There, that yes. Yep, that's uh, episode thirty nine, season one. If you ever feel like you need a release of some tears, you know, if you got something built up but you just can't get the tears out, just watch it. And then when the ketchup bottle breaks and Pikachu's heart breaks along with the ketchup bottle. If you go to my Facebook page, there is a, uh, my banner at the top of my Facebook page is uh, Pikachu crying over the broken ketchup bottle. It is it is the greatest piece of drama that has ever been produced in Eastern Western NA culture of this planet. Agreed. Show, showdown at Dark City. <laughs> Those, that that poor ketchup bottle. Well, no, the thing is, like Pikachu just loves ketchup so much, and it's like so surprising. Like, why would Pikachu love ketchup? But he loves ketchup, and it's like Ash is trying to eat a hamburger, and he's like, "Pikachu, give me some ketchup." And Pikachu like dumps the entire bottle of ketchup on the hamburger because he's like, "I love ketchup. You must love ketchup too." And then he's like, he's just like sticking out his little tongue and like licking yeah. the lid of the ketchup bottle, like beep beep beep, beep. and then it breaks. And then it's like, it's like. So sad. Doesn't it break um, because like Team Rocket comes in or something? Probably they're jerks. <laughs> um, some other bit of Pokemon news is the uh, Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions tour is still going on. Uh, they have oh, a handful of dates. I'm gonna just read a couple in the uh, upcoming future uh, tonight. Obviously, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, this. Uh, venue will be over, but tonight they're going to be in Buffalo, New York. On June 19th, they're going to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Riverside. Uh, I'll be going to that. So, 174, which would be our next episode. I should have a recap of that for you guys. Um, June 20th, they're going to be at the Chicago Theater in Chicago. Uh, July 1st, they're going to be at the Joseph Mayhoff Hall in Baltimore. July 9th, at the Marina Park South in San Diego, California, July 11th, uh, the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, July 12th, the City Nation Civic in San Jose, California, July 18th, uh, the Wolf Trap National Park for Performing Arts in uh, Virginia. Uh, That is correct. uh, 722, July 22nd, the Opera Hymn in Vancouver, Canada. And then the last two dates in July are July 25th and July 26th, both at the Jesse H. Jones Hall for Performing Arts. And that uh, both those dates are in Houston, Texas. And that will round out your July Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions Tour. Will's been to one. Uh, I'm assuming Georgie has not because this is going to be the first time they come to Milwaukee. This I didn't know this existed. <laughs> Well, now you know. Uh, I don't believe uh, the Riverside is sold out yet. Um, it's it's Friday at 8 p.m., um, obviously at the Riverside. I believe tickets are either $40 or $80, depending on how uh, close. Oh, they just released some... Tw- I just clicked on the Riverside. There are $25 tickets released as well. Dude, snap them up. Yeah, they, uh, yeah they're not sold out. So if, okay. If you are in the Milwaukee area... Uh, this Friday, June 19th, door will, doors will open at 7, show starts at 8, um, tickets start at $25. I'm actually going to buy tickets just to see where that takes me. And I would say, if you're not in the Milwaukee area, question the decisions you've made in your life that have led you to <laughs> live so far from Milwaukee. That's true. 
Uh, yes, so they they have three ticket tiers available, 25 40 and 75 So with the $25 tickets, do you have to stand outside of the concert hall and just kind of like <laughs> now the, the, so the, see if the it leaks out? Riverside, I, I, I know, I'm assuming it's obviously put on by the same people who did the Zelda show, and I, I went to the Zelda show at the Riverside last year. Uh, so the $80 tickets were pretty much the first um, like 20 rows. And then the $40 tickets were the last uh, 20 rows on the main floor. And then the $40 tickets were also like the first like eight or 10 rows uh, on the balcony above. And then everything above that was 25. And it's like, really, it doesn't matter how close you're sitting because you're listening to live music. And then they have this giant projector that you'll be watching anyways um, with things on the projector video i should say so that is correct so if you're in the milwaukee area or in the chicago area because actually that's actually just as close uh 25 dollars will get you to the uh pokemon symphonic evolutions this friday Woohoo! So there you go so, so that means um pat who is uh one of our folks who we interact with quite a bit who's in chicago should be going to both yes and i think jose who uh is also a Pokemon podcast super fan is going to both as well. Super fan. <laughs> oh yeah, we got super fan. You used that word. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys were following. There was a uh, flying type face-off voting thing on Pokemon.com, and it was pretty much well, it was TCG related, but it was like who was your favorite flying type Pokemon, and this is, this was going on the past month. And it came down to both Charizard and Rayquaza, obviously the two most known flying-type Pokemon. Even though I wouldn't say that, but uh, Rayquaza actually beat Charizard 55% to 45%. Nice. Oh my goodness. Yeah, very shocking that uh, Charizard did not win. Well, too many bros. Not, not enough bros, let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, not enough uh, Gen 1ers watching Pokemon.com. Ah... Georgie, do you play Pokemon Shuffle? I do not. Oh, man. You're That's missing Pokemon out. Shuffle. <laughs> well, so wait, now, now that you have summer vacation, man, you are going to have the time to invest in your Pokemon Shuffle. I don't. You are so, think so. lucky. Oh, yeah, you will. Uh, I don't think so. No, I got, I got summer classes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, if you don't have summer classes, listeners, uh, there has been another big Pokemon Shuffle update, of course, free, as everything Pokemon Shuffle are, is. Uh, they added Giratina to Pokemon Shuffle, and it is a very, it's a unique stage. They've never done this before. It's um, uh, first time at Pokemon Shuffle. It's running, Giratina is a limited event running from June 8th to June 22nd, and um, there are 100 stages so you will be playing the Giratina event. You can play the Giratina event 100 times at level 5. Uh, so once you beat Giratina, you have the option to catch it. If not, doesn't matter. You can keep on playing Giratina. There's no limit to how many times you can do it in a day, unlike some other certain stages. So uh, it's, it's pretty much a very easy stage. And then uh, the next level up is a little bit harder and then a little bit harder. And uh, so once you get to level 5 with Giratina, you get 1,000 coins for free. When you get to level 10, you get a disruption dis- delay, which I believe is 3,000 coins on its own. 
level 30, you'll get a mega start, and level 50, you will get a mega speed up. And then, apparently, there's something at level 100. I don't know if anyone got to level 100 yet. I, I don't know anyone who's gotten to level 100 yet. Um, no. I pretty much got to level 10 and called it a day. I got better things to do with my heart than to go to level 30 for a mega start. But, uh, uh, still catchable. I think Giratina has a base power of 80, so it's a very, it's a ghost Pokemon, if I'm not mistaken. As a special it is power. ghost, correct. Uh, power of plus four does more damage if you match more than four. Um, uh, I, I, stop right there, sir, before you give out misinformation. It does more damage if you match four. If you match five, it does not do more damage. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, I tested that out. Huh, interesting. Look at us breaking down the... The news here. <laughs> uh, it also added 10 new stages and 3 new expert stages. Uh, so it added Blitzel, Licky Licky, Pangoro, Garb Odor, uh, Dual Blade, uh, Kafagrigus, uh, Reuniclus, Conkledur, Tanga Growth, and Tyranitar. And well then, done. Although it's Conkelder. Oh, sorry. I had most of the names right. Yeah. Uh, it's those gen like 5 and 6 I can usually get pretty well uh so then they also added some new expert stages so i believe you needed 180 s ranks to unlock genesect which was the last one uh they did add greninja delphox and chestnut uh chestnut you need 191 s ranks and delphox you need um 195 and then greninja you need 200 s ranks um in order to unlock um, and that's about it. I did give some misinformation about two weeks ago about uh, Victini and Meowth. It looks like Meowth is exclusively on Sundays now. It used to be a Saturday and Sunday thing, but it's only on Sundays. And Victini is your Saturday Pokemon. Um, and the great thing about Victini is it gives you a, a ton of experience when you complete it. Very easy stage, so you should be able to take any Pokemon in you want and quickly level them up with Victini. And uh, I think they've added something new in, which they didn't announce. But when you go to the screen where if you want to change up your team, there's now a little candy that shows up in the upper right-hand corner. And it can you can drop it onto one of the Pokemon that's in your team, and it has some sort of power-up effect for it. So all I've noticed is that uh, the one that I saw was it allows your Mega Pokemon to Mega Evolve faster. Um, not it. Uh, you don't start Mega Evolved, but it d- takes fewer matches for it to Mega Evolve. That and I had never seen that before. Yeah, yeah, that new one. And I think if you get to level fifty in Giratina, you get another one of those for free. Nice. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking over um, to verify the uh, the XP boost here. Uh, for example, when you beat any of the EX or the the Expert stages, you get ten experience. If you beat Snorlax, you'll get uh, 55 experience. Uh, Victini, once completed, gets you 400 experience. Yeah, and one thing I didn't keep in mind was they gave us a bunch of free 1.5 experience boosters. Just save those for the Victini level, man. Yeah, I'm assuming they stack. It doesn't say that they don't, so... I'm just trying to look here... Yep, but it's Sunday, so if you haven't done your Meowth, do your Meowth. Um, otherwise, yep, that's your Pokemon Shuffle update for the week. Uh, we did the flying stuff. Uh, that's pretty much, uh, oh yes, uh, I do have another news article. It's in my email here. Um, the Pokemon Art Academy competition winners have been announced. 
I don't know if you guys remember us talking about this earlier, but uh, there was a Pokemon Art Academy competition where you do an illustration, you send it off, and if they pick you, they would put your Pokemon onto a trading card, and they would send you a hundred of the cards featuring that illustration. Uh, there were six winners. The winners of the Dress Up Pikachu was uh, Zyme, Ashley, and Mel. I know these are really destructive names. And then the winners of the Your Favorite Pokemon category were uh, Meryl, who did a Primal Kyogre, uh, Josh, Joshua, who did a Tanga Growth, and Gabby, who did a Chespin. And uh, later this week, uh, I'll have all the illustrations of what they did up on the site, but I believe they are also on Pokemon.com. Uh, but they're, yeah, they're all done on the DS, and they're all pretty good. The Tanga Growth especially is very good. So, I mean, it's hard to get that one wrong. <laughs> it's just a bunch of scribbles and feet. That's true, a bunch <laughs> of green scribbles. Uh, so that happened. And then also last week, um, the Pokemon LA pop-up art show happened. Uh, I saw a couple pictures. It just kind of looked like it was a bunch of Pokemon merchandise. I saw some of the same shirts and sweaters that Hot Topic uh, is selling. In case you didn't know, Hot Topic also sells Pokemon merchandise. Uh, but I didn't see anything um, anything else, so I'll try to grab uh, some more pictures and find out more about that event. Uh, obviously, there was an opening night that the, that merchandise and everything is still being sold. I think till the end of um, June, going into July a bit. So if you're in the LA area, actually, yeah, think- if you if you went to the event and you took pictures, uh, I would appreciate it if you email email me those pictures so I can put them up on the site or just uh, tell me also about your experience. So if you did go to the event and you want to share that with uh, the other Pokemon Podcast fans, uh, you can email me at sbj at pkmncast.com. And we can get like a write-up and stuff up for the people who can't go to said event. Such fancy boutique openings. I believe uh, Tori and Juan are our two LA area super fans. There may be more, but those are the two that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, and like I said before, if you if you haven't gone yet, you still can if you're in the LA area. It was just they made a big deal about opening night. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much all we have for news. Uh, what we'll do now is uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. And uh, we got a little Smash Brothers news that kind of relates to Pokemon, kind of not. Smash Brothers, though, always a little bit of Pokemon, a little bit of not. And then uh, <laughs> we got our item of the week and our Pokemon of the week. So we will be right back. And we are back from our break to... I got a little bit of uh, Smash Brothers news here. Kind of relates to Pokemon, kind of doesn't. Spoiler, kind of doesn't. So there was a Smash Brothers Nintendo Direct, or something of the sort, this morning while I was sleeping. Uh, That's okay, because I got the gist of it right here. And if you missed it, I got the gist of it right here for you. Uh, So Ryu from Street Fighter, Roy from Fire Emblem, and Lucas from Earthbound are all coming to Smash Brothers today, as in when you're listening to this podcast. They're all available right now. Um, this is the part where it relates to Pokemon. Uh, Ryu, Duck Hunt, and every other Smash Brothers character has been confirmed to get their own amiibo. 
I think we already knew that, but there's confirmation to that. Um, I don't know if all the Pokemon have had Amiibos yet. No, Mewtwo does not yet. So that does verify a Mewtwo Amiibo is coming. Have people stopped trying to buy Amiibos? Or just the insanity continue? Uh, you know, I think it's it's really the same core people have committed their lives to this. And I'm I mean, glad I got that out of my system through Skylanders. And then they're, they're going to realize in a couple months that they wasted time and effort waking up at 5 a.m. to get one Amiibo when they will all be available at some point. There, there are people who I once respected as rational, sane adults who they have lost all of that from my perspective just because of their Amiibo hunting and desperation for pieces of plastic with microchips in them. That will eventually die one day. Well, I mean, we'll all die one day. <laughs> Everything shall live on. <laughs> I only have one amiibo, and that's a Pikachu. Nice. The best See, amiibo. That's worthwhile. You have like the one you want, and you get that one. You don't like like what is this Ryu Re it sounds like the guy from Death Note. Ryuk? Ryu. That, are uh, they making a, a an amiibo of Ryuk from Death Note? Because that's kind of gross. Um <laughs> I never heard of this dude. And he's, like he's the main he's the main fighting character in Street Fighter. It's usually right. him and Ken. Ken is like w- looks like Ryu except he's wearing a red instead of white and he has blonde hair instead of brown. Otherwise they're exactly the same. I think I've never played Street Fighter and so why would I like go out of my way to get trampled in the parking lot of uh Walmart to get a piece of plastic for a character I've never even heard of? Fire, let alone Fire Emblem or what was that one? Solar Eclipse, that other game? Lucas from Earthbound. Um, Earthbound? Lucas was in one of the past Smash Brothers games, if I'm not mistaken. Because uh, people were very upset that he wasn't in this new one, him and Ice Climbers. Uh, Roy was in uh, Smash Brothers Melee and uh, didn't make it into the last one, but now he's back. He's just another copy of Marth and the other 90 Fire Emblem characters in Smash Brothers. Um, my assumption of why Ryu is in the game is because Capcom doesn't really make games anymore. They barely make games. Uh, and they are doing Street Fighter V exclusive on PlayStation 4 and on computer. So I'm assuming Sony gave them a bunch of money for the console exclusive. And I'm assuming that Capcom wanted more exposure of Street Fighter and they made a deal with Nintendo again about money because Capcom doesn't really make video games. That's my assumption. I would believe you. The other things they did is they added YouTube replays and uploads coming to Smash Brothers. That's not available yet, but that is coming. Uh, we've seen that with Mario Kart. Um, hopefully something like that comes to Splatoon or comes to other future uh, Nintendo games. That's, uh, that's always cool. Uh, Mega Man Virtual Fighter and Tekken costumes are coming to Smash Brothers. Uh, there is a free tournament update coming this summer. And there are new Miiverse and Classic Dreamland stages now available. I believe those are paid for as well, but if you want more stages in Smash Brothers, and I guess if you're a hardcore Smash Brothers fan, why would you want more stages? Because you only play on one stage. Lumio City? <laughs> no, they only play on like Final Destination. Uh, but uh, <sighs> if you're a casual Smash Brothers player, that's probably pretty exciting. I like Smash Brothers. I'm just very bitter about the competitive Smash Brothers community. How much of the new Smash Brothers have you played? 
Um, I haven't played it in a while, but uh, when it first came out, I probably played about 50, 60 hours. Did you play it on the new 3DS? No, no, no. I only played it on Wii U, like a smart person. I'm guessing you're saying I'm not smart. <laughs> oh! oh! Uh, I can't do the 3DS version. The uh, the nub is too nubby for me. I, <laughs> I need a joystick. So, I Georgie, don't. do you have the new 3DS? Um, I I do have the new 3DS, a special one with the XY Pokemon all nicely stenciled into it. Mm. The, you know, 3DS XL. Oh, okay, no, so that's not the, the new one that's got the better processor. The for new, new no, I don't have anything new. I just, I've kind of given up on playing games. Now I just play Dragon Veil on my phone. Do you have a Wii U? I have a Wii U, but I don't play it because the kids dominate the TV. Okay. Because if you had a choice between Smash Brothers on Wii U or Smash Brothers on 3DS, Wii U is clearly the way to go. No. <laughs> no, it is not. You can get eight people on it. I don't have eight people. <laughs> you got three dogs. I that's, I understand that's it. three controllers. <laughs> <laughs> get the dogs to play. Yes. Oh, man. Can you use the 3DS as a controller for playing Smash Brothers? Of course uh, you can. You can, on the can Wii U? you have the game, I think. If you have the game, yes, yeah. but you can use it. Which is pretty cool. But personally, I'll just stick to my giant collection of all DS games for Pokemon. That all is of them. a wise choice as well, as I have played zero Smash Brother games. <laughs> I forget who's talking right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say when I was when I was in high school, it was only 3ds or at the time DS for me. And then once I got my own TV, it was pretty much nothing but consoles. And then the the handhelds really only stuck to like road trips or being outside of the house. Not for me. I always had my SpongeBob Game Boy Advance in hand, playing my <laughs> Pokemon Emerald. Nice. Living the dream. Went to like the Pokemon 19th anniversary in Houston got transferred an Espeon and Deoxys to my game. And it was, it was a rocking time there. Yeah. The good old days, the good old days <laughs> where I actually had friends in the neighborhood. <laughs> we'd take our Pokemon and we throw them out because it was the time of the keychains, and they had little Pokeballs and he could throw them out. <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah, I remember those. And so we would have our own little mock battles, but it was just terrible because we kept saying, dodge it, dodge it, dodge it. Nobody does that. Well, yes. except for Ash. <laughs> yes. Man, when I was a kid, when, when Pokemon first came out and it was like red and yellow and blue and the very first stadium and the very first trading card games, I would like every single day after school, kids, we would all be like on, on my front yard, like either trading or battling or... Every day it was it was it was the life. It was the life. And now like everything's done online, which is fine, but uh can't take away those memories. Well, no. I mean not everything's done online. People still play the TCG in person, just not Oh, I've, know, I've, been, I've been down that road. Yep. It's so hard to find people that actually play the card game or even have the cards because nobody ever talks about it at my school. Oh. Well, 
that's the problem. It's like when you're in high school, everybody's like, I'm too cool for Pokemon cards. But then when you get to college, everybody's like, yeah, yeah. I uh, love playing Pokemon cards and I really want to start doing that again. And yeah. then they start doing it again. It's yeah. like col- college and middle school or like Pokemon Central and then high school. It's like, no one wants to talk about that. Uh, you'll get it one day. One day, just after they get away from the ridiculous amount of anime TV watching. <laughs> And I mean, like, the new anime, like, Free and Attack on Titan and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Attack on Titan is no longer new anime. When random people who don't watch anime come up to me and say, have you seen that one? It's on Netflix. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) I didn't know it was not new. I thought it was new. Oh, well. It's new to Netflix, I would say. That is true. That is I just true. I really don't want to watch it. It it just scares me. I watched I watched the first episode and then I was like, I can't do this because I don't feel like reading. <laughs> uh, no, they have it dubbed in English if you watch it on Adult Swim now. Oh, okay. I'll just watch my SpongeBob and my Pokemon. Thank you. Love SpongeBob. I had enough yes. wrestling to watch, so I don't need to watch anything else. <laughs> just watching season two, SpongeBob, just old times. Yeah, I can't believe how many like adult jokes are in spongebob yes like that one the hidden one with spongebob watching sea urchin porn oh yep yep <laughs> i don't think i've seen that and i think i'm happier it's like when Gary having seen in it. On him. yes spongebob instantly turns to a sports channel mm-hmm. i love any episode where they like go inside gary's head and he's like yes speaks very properly and he's like super intelligent Oh, yeah. yeah, when they released the new movie for Sponge Out of Water, I totally thought that mysterious figure was totally Gary. I'm like, it's Gary. He's giant. <laughs> it was not. It was Bubbles. Bubbles? I don't know who Bubbles is. Bubbles. I will not spoil it. Right. Well, it's Bubbles. No spoilers here. <laughs> um, speaking of spoilers, do you guys have any E3 predictions uh, Pokemon related? Uh, we almost never get anything Pokemon out of E3. Uh, depressing. Personally, I think if Pokemon did the Skylanders thing where you, they made all those little statues of all the Pokemon, that would be awesome. What They had 600, 719 Pokemon Amiibos? Yes! Oh, please, talk about people getting run over in the wall parking lots of Walmart. <laughs> so, that would, yeah, because there'd be, like, super rare run, ones, right? Like, uh, Manaphy. So my, my assumption with that is that they're actually not going to make figures for the Pokemon. Um, there is a big article on Reddit, on the Amiibo subreddit, actually, uh, that that each amiibo has a number assigned to it so i think mario is like zero zero one and then if you like jump to like a different series so like ness has a different number so like all the amiibos right now have numbers but they're not they're the like anything mario related fits in mario so like zero zero one for mario zero zero two for luigi zero zero three for peach because they're all from the same franchise but then when you jump to a different franchise like earthbound or like Star Fox. Their numbers are in a whole different set. So the person then discovered that there's a huge gap of exactly 720 numbers that haven't been used. And so if you put two and two together, there's only one franchise that has 720 characters, uh, which is Pokemon. And so there are, there's for sure a spot for every single Pokemon in the Amiibo family. Wow. That they figured out. 
But what my my assumption is that they're going to make those into the cards like they did for the new Animal Crossing that's coming out. What? There's a new Animal Crossing? Yeah, Animal Crossing Happy Home. What? Yeah, it's it's not like a real Animal Crossing. It's like a spinoff where you're a home designer. Um, Oh, no. But it comes with Animal Crossing cards, and I believe the cards are the characters in Animal Crossing, and when you touch them to your 3DS you get to go into their house so you can then design their house you get more cards you get to design more houses something like that so my assumption with pokemon is that they're going to be all in card forms and that's that's as as much as i can uh, as i would guess what i would want is that they would sell these cards in booster packs because it doesn't make sense of just selling one card uh, so they would sell a card that uh, cards and booster packs. Let's say this is now this is my speculation. The booster packs come with like five or five or so cards, and then since these cards aren't used competitive competitively in like the TCG scene, there's no reason to like put a specific value on, especially if they're all listed as some kind of rarity. The problem with like the TCG is you buy like a box of cards and you open. What, how much comes in a box of cards? Thirty packs. So that's 300 cards. 300 cards, and you'll get a lot of, like, Pidgeys and a lot of Magnemites and a lot of Pikachus because they're not really used competitively. So you, everyone has these cards. They're not worth anything. They're not worth trading. And where if they balance all the cards and they give you five a pack and you buy, let's say, 300 cards and you rarely have doubles, but, of course, you still get doubles because that's how luck works, you're more willing or encouraging to trade those doubles for what you're missing, and since you're not saying, well, this card is better in the the competitively because there is no competitive competitiveness to it, you're more than willing to trade it. Like, oh, I I opened up you know 20 packs of cards. I have three Magnemites. Well, Will has three chest pins, or, but no Magnemites. That's a, that's a simple trade. There's no like debate of like, well, actually, one chest pin is actually worth two Magnemites. Because no one wants a duplicate Magnemite, whereas yeah, in the trading card yeah. game, you want four of every card you you want. So I think they can really bring back the collecting and trading of cards without this hidden, this card is worth more than this card kind of thing, and bring back like the social aspect in person of Pokemon if they did the card thing right. Now, knowing Nintendo, they won't, but... I can't imagine they're going to make 720 plastic statues. Ugh. And if they did, I'm already out. Like, I have zero interest in that. Whereas if they make cards, I have, a, I have total interest in that. And they wouldn't have... Well, they wouldn't have to make 720 because they've already got Pikachu, Charizard, Mewtwo. That's true. But those are, those are Smash Brothers. Like, those are four Smash Brothers. Whereas, like, they've already made Mario four times now. They made the Mario for Smash Brothers. They made the Mario for Mario Party 10. And then they made the Gold and Silver Mario. Uh. I don't even have room for 720 plastic toys. You have a whole room in your house that's just for toys. Yeah, but I don't want those toys. Well, well, that's your lifestyle choice. Plus, I don't think they could even feasibly, like... Obviously, they could sell them for twelve ninety nine a piece, but like times that by seven hundred, no one's only insane rich people would be able to afford that collection. That's true. So if insane you go back to the core of Pokemon, it is to collect them all, and cards would be way easier to do than twelve ninety nine plastic toys. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And especially if they already have branched out on cards for this game I've never heard of before that you're telling me there's a new Animal Crossing, then why not? Or some other NFC tradable yeah. commodity. So that would that is my my E three Pokemon speculation is that they're going to announce Pokemon cards or some sort of I don't even know if it's going to be related. I would assume it's going to be related to a game because Amiibos are related to games, but I don't. Yeah. Who knows? So isn't the creator of Pokemon speaking, is, does he have some time set aside to speak at E3? Well, they already have their Nintendo Direct pre-recorded. They're just going to hit play on Tuesday morning <laughs> like they did last year. No, I thought this was separate because it's like the 20th anniversary. Oh, I don't know. That was announced that I, I missed I missed the announcement for that. Um, I'm assuming that they're going to probably show the Game Freak Elephant game. Oh, maybe it's just a rumor. Hold on. George, you got anything you want out of E3? I want a Pokemon PC game. I want a giant world. That is what I want the most. Pokemon MMO? Basically. But maybe not MMO, just like a a giant Skyrim open free world with lots of Pokemon everywhere with like customizable Poke- characters. Poke Park 3? Yes. No, definitely not. Well, would it, ha- it would have trainers and... Yes, it would have trainers. You wouldn't be just stuck as one character. Well, you- customizable trainers, and then yes. you see po- Pokemons while you're walking around in the world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is what I want, but far as i can tell no such thing will exist so i will remain just simming it out in sims 3 <laughs> yeah it looks like there's rumors that uh satoshi tajiri who is the creator of pokemon um is going to be at e3 um and you know since it is like we're coming up on the big anniversary uh possibly uh Red, blue, green, yellow remakes in the style of Pokemon X and Y. I'd be down with that. I guess I'd be fine with that as long as there's customizable trainers, which is yeah. I just I like the customization. Yeah. And and to piggyback off that, they that game was probably more customizable than any game after that, you know, besides X and Y cuz they let you name you and your and your rival Great. Where they took away the naming arrival because they wanted it to be more story based, whereas like I always named my rival after after the person I was playing last side with. Because it made sense. Oh, it's so sad. Well, you want anything from E three? Uh besides uh Pokemon stuff or only Pokemon stuff? <laughs> uh either or. I want a reason to turn on my Wii U again. <laughs> I would love to see Animal Crossing for Wii U. Oh, oh, dude. Oh, man. Say goodbye to life. Say goodbye <laughs> to destiny. Man, Animal Crossing. On, I, I played Animal Crossing on the Wii so much. So much. Man, I would, on the Wii U, wow. I would be coming to visit your town all the time. <laughs> Remember when we used to go to the disco and jump up and down at the disco? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Animal Crossing on Wii U is actually really perfect for the gamepad because you can still have something on TV and you could just play on the gamepad. 
Or you could do your inventory on the gamepad so you don't have to keep switching back and forth. Yep. yep. <sighs> I do love me some Animal Crossing. Yeah. They need, to, and they also need to bring back the uh, messages and bottles. I think that losing that was uh, just kind of took away from it was the constellations and the messages and bottles that would transfer by like street pass um mm-hmm. and from the original animal crossing ds i'd love to see that come back i uh, uh i wouldn't be surprised if eventually we get a retail copy of pokemon shuffle where there are no paywalls um uh, only after they've released st- stages for all yeah yeah only after they release stages at all so probably not at this c3 but i can like see them doing what they did with puzzles and dragons because puzzles and dragons was actually just like pokemon shuffle and then they they took away all the paywall stuff and then slapped 29.95 on it uh, i would also like them to announce a new pokemon ranger game no, yes. i'm probably not gonna get that because we're getting mystery dungeon Aww. Now, for next year, for for coming out fall of 2016, I will be patient. Give me my Pokemon <laughs> Ranger. Let me draw circles with my stylus. I I will put a vote on that for I've take never my played money. A Ranger. You never played any of the Pokemon Ranger games? Nope. You've really missed out, man. Well, all the awesome. Ranger games uh, came out when, uh, like, after or during uh, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. That's when I was checked out. Oh, check back in, man. Well, I, I did. Che- I did check back in. Clearly, <laughs> check back into Ranger. Um, Although with their the with their discontinuing the the server support for those things, yeah, it's not as much fun. Well, uh, let's uh, let's move on to our item of the week here. Item of the week this week is the Charizard Pokey Doll, standard size, five and a half inches, uh, plush. Uh, five out of five Pokeballs, seven reviews, twelve ninety nine. Actually, one of the cuter plushes here. Agreed. Uh, Will will um, read the features, but the product details are: the Flame Pokemon Charizard was one of the first Pokemon discovered, and it remains among the mightiest. This Charizard Poke Doll features the familiar blue wings and orange hide, plus Charizard's signature fiery tail. All in a compact package to please any Pokemon fan. Uh, you want me to read the features? Yeah. All right. Well, you forgot to mention that it's uh, surface wash only. Um, <laughs> That's true. This is, so this is a key character for the Kanto region, for, from the Kanto region, which is incorrect, and I'll explain that in a moment. Um, <laughs> standard plush size, which is debatable because I think nine inches is the standard plush size. And super soft plush, well... That is also up for I mean, uh, it does look soft. So my issue is that this is a Charizard. Um, it's it's technically it is the Poke doll, right? It's the doll that you would put in your secret base in Hoenn. Those only existed in Hoenn. So there were no Poke dolls that you could buy <laughs> to decorate your room in Kanto. I don't think there ever have been. So unless they did, they have that in. Uh, Leaf green and fire red? Uh, I don't think so. Home decorations? I don't remember that game very well. I remember it being a prettier version of red and blue, but I don't remember much much else. But yeah, it's it's definitely not like Mega Charizard Y. It's it's definitely like a Poke Doll that you would like like from the games, like if you would buy a Poke Doll in yeah, the game yeah, it has yeah. a similar aesthetic. Yeah, it's not looking yeah, it looks more like a doll than it does like the a real um couple of reviews here. 
Uh, five out of five Pokeballs titled Wow by Ellie Ellie, New Jersey, USA. I'm new to collecting plush and this is my first order. I'm impressed by the quality of the plush. It's super soft and my package arrived sooner than I expected. I'm pretty happy with my order. Nice. I'll read another one here. Most of these reviews are not that exciting, but one out of eight people found the following review helpful. Five out of five Pokeballs. Epic by Team Magma Admin Rachel from the Ho- from Hoenn. It's so cute from its big blue eyes and head. Weird cat face. I would recommend this Pokemon this to any Pokemon lover slash Charizard lover. It's so fluffy, I'm going to die. Exclamation oh, mark, don't exclamation die from mark. fluffiness. <laughs> oh, that's almost like a warning not to get it. <laughs> Um, I'll read one more for you. Uh, two out of two people found the following review helpful. Five out of five Pokeballs. A Cuddly Little Charizard by Callista C. Hoenn Trainer, United States. Charizard is one of my favorite Pokemon, and this plush is even more adorable in person. I was surprised how soft the fabric is. Any Charizard fan would be pleased to have this little guy sitting on their shelf. Very happy with this purchase. There we go. Yeah. Somebody needs to uh, make a call to... Uh uh, was it? Is it somewhere in Kansas, right? Or is it Kansas City, Missouri? Something yeah. like that. We need a little uh, Togepi lover opinion of the Charizard Polka doll. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll never know how good it truly is. That's true. I don't know if we talked about this on uh, on the last episode, but they did add the Pokemon Ami Pikachu's to the store so there is the uh pikachu libre and the pikachu pop star pikachu phd pikachu bella pikachu rockstar they're all available for 19.99 um they are your standard size of about nine inches (laughs) nope standard size of six inches uh oh yeah nine inches tall you're right and it's not pokemon me these are the uh performance pokemon oh yeah sorry sorry Spectaculars, whatever those are called. I what think are they of called? Me, because I think of uh, all the all the gifs of people like feeding poffins to their costumed up Pikachu's. It's cosplay yes. Pikachu <laughs> in yep. all of the various forms that you can get, but it does not learn special moves. You you can't use it. Have it use Flying Press if it's Luchador Pikachu. Sorry. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so pretty, still pretty impressed that Pokemon Center keeps releasing new and new stuff, so it must be doing well, which is good. And they want your money. Yep. All right, moving on to our Pokemon of the Week, picked by Georgie here. Uh, so the Pokemon for the Week that has been chosen is preferred to be uh, Dragonair, which is a beautiful blue serpent of the skies or wherever you might find it. Possibly seas. Possibly seas. I've seen it like in Pokemon cards. It's somewhere in the sea, especially with the Delta species electric Dragonair. Yep. Oh, interesting. There's a company out there called Dragonair that allows you to buy plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Things I've learned today. <laughs> um, let's see here. So Dragonair, let me read something a little bit about it. Let's see. Oh, here, I'll read this fun little fact about the anime. Dragonair first appeared in a banned episode, episode 035, as Dr- as a Dratini, the Warren, as a Dratini, the Warren of the Safari Zone was protecting. 
So yeah, the first time Dragonair appeared was in a band episode, which is pretty cool. Uh, a little bit about Dragonair, if you forgot what it looks like. Dragonair is a long serpentine Pokemon with a blue, with sky blue scales and a white underside. It has violet eyes, and they are dark and glossy. It has a smooth, round snout and a small white horn on its forehead. Its head is flanked by two small, stylized wings, which are curved into a swirl at the base. These blue... Three blue crystal orbs, one on its neck and two on its tail, adorn its body. I guess I never noticed it had a crystal on its neck. Yeah, it's got like a little pearl. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Actually, I was going to say, it looks like it should have evolved from Clam Pearl a little more than Huntail and Gorobis. Because <laughs> at least it has a pearl on it. Good point. Uh, and we we all know that uh, Dragonair should have evolved into Gyarados, but whatever. Uh, some trivia for you in the red and po- in the red and blue beta, Dragonair was originally known as Dragon, D R A G Y N. In Blackthorn City, a woman is r- willing to trade her Rhydon or Dodrio for a female Dragonair. This makes the Dragonair. This makes Dragonair the only Pokemon able to be male or female. That must be a specific gender for an in-game trade. Hmm. Uh, in Pokemon Yellow, Dragonair's catch rate was changed from 45 to 27, making it the hardest Pokemon to catch in the Kanto Safari Zone. In later games, the catch rate was changed back to 45. Um, Dragonair also. Ch- Elsa has the same name as an airline based in Hong Kong, China. <laughs> uh, Dragonair seems, shares the same species name with Horsey. Its evolutions, Dratini, Dragonite, Salamence, and Gudra, that are all known as the Dragon Pokemon. Oh, they are Dragon Pokemon. It is not a flying type. It is only pure dragon. That's true. So it does not have a weakness to electric the way that uh, Dragonite does. And uh, hmm. if you get a shiny Dragonair, you're going to get a pink one instead of a blue one, which is pretty cool. Of course, then when it evolves, it becomes like a green Dragonite, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you get a shiny Dragonair, do not evolve it. Unless you want like a lime green Dragonite. Oh, it looks so cute. No. No, I mean the, the pink Dragonair. Yes, the, the pink Dragonair is awesome. Green Dragonite, just not new. Not so awesome. Wouldn't why it be funny why if do they sh- keep making green stuff? Yeah, they really need to get rid of those sprites. Uh, like, it's probably because it's like the easiest color like, combination to print. I don't know. <laughs> like Espeon. They made it green. Yeah. You know what's cuter even is the shiny Dratini. Because yes. it doesn't have like that weird pearl. And it just looks like a little cute little pink little cutie. Um, If you're ever playing... Like Pokemon Stadium or Pokemon Stadium 2, Dragonair is usually one of the best Pokemon to use. Fun fact. Why? Uh, well, in Pokemon Stadium and Stadium 2, they all have, like, so the like the, the pre-made Pokemon, they all have, like, pre-made movesets, and what they do is they always give, like, the final evolution, like Charizard or Venusaur, they give them really bad moves, and they always give the mid-evolution really good moves. Um, so Dragon Dragonite in Pokemon Stadium and Stadium 2 doesn't have very good moves. I think most of his moves, like, don't even have 100% accuracy. And then Dragonair has, like, really good moves where it has, like, Thunderbolt and Dragon's Breath. And I can't remember the other two, but almost all its moves are really good. Um, and it being one of the few Dragon Pokemon early in that game, it, uh, it usually can hold its own for 
quite a bit in the uh, when you do your pre-made Pokemon battles. So there you go. I, I did bring up a move set for Dragonair here. Oh, they're going to announce the new Pokemon Stadium at E3. No, no, they're not. I wish, but how sad will you be when I'm right? Uh, I would be very happy, and I would I would buy you dinner if you were right. Uh, so, uh, move set here for Dragonair. I just did a quick Google search of what people seem to use. We have a uh, move set with Dragon Dance, Rest, Sleep Talk, and Dragon Tail. Uh, item being an Eviolite because obviously not evolved into a Dragon Dragonite. Uh, and then either ability Marvel Scale or Shed Skin will do. Um, uh, what does Shed Skins do? Marvel Scale just increases defense. Uh, shed skin is at the end of each turn. Sh- shed skin has a thirty percent chance of curing the Pokemon of a non-violet uh, status condition, such as uh, burn. <laughs> oh yeah, such as burned or poison. Volatile. There you go. All right. So with shed skin, what that means is if you have a status condition, you may lose the status condition at the end of the turn. Thirty percent chance. Uh, to, yeah. Yeah, with Marvel scale, if you have a status condition, then your defense increases, your physical defense increases by 50%. So, see what I would do as I would do, well, yeah, see, each one is good because if you're using rest, you have a 30% chance of just waking up at the end of your turn because that's a status condition, right? Nope. Oh, no, no. Because it has to be like poisoned or burned. Yep. But if you have Marvel scale and you use rest, then your defense is going to go up by 50%. I don't think so. I don't think rest uh, makes Marvel scale. Ah, both are bummers. <laughs> Wait, let's see. Status conditions. Well, because this says uh, it does not include uh, confusion or in um, the uh, love condition, whatever that's called. Yeah, so it doesn't include the volatile ones, so the non-volatile ones are burn, freeze, paralysis, and poison. Okay, so sleep is neither or. No, only in uh, only in the TCG. Try to help you out, guys. This is what happens when Travis isn't here. Ugh. Uh, otherwise, that's pretty much it for the show for you guys today. Cool, but, so before we go, I just want to give a shout-out to, to our Patreon um, so if you want to continue to support It's Super Effective, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective. Uh, we have 33 backers right now, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, for like a dollar, you get access to our Slack community, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of trading and battling going on there. So if you're looking to complete your Pokedex, uh, there's a lot of cool people in the Slack community that will be more than happy to do that for you. Uh, for $5 a month, you will get some stickers every three months. Uh, so the first batch of stickers that are going to go out are some really, really cool Rotom stickers that were done by Jeff. That I'm actually probably going to get printed uh, in a week or two here. And then uh, $12 a month gets you preferred entry into uh, community events and into Patreon-only giveaways. So right now, uh, there's a contest for our $12 backers to actually be on the show, uh, which is pretty cool. And so we're going to try to do at least one thing a month, but uh, for this month, it's a contest for those guys to be on the show. Um, so yeah, uh, different things going on. Can I, uh, can I make a recommendation and advice for people? Sure. 
We all have things in our lives that we have subscribed to where it's like a monthly payment that's automatically taken off of our credit card or a bank account or something like that that we no longer use. Services such as Netflix, Spotify, you know, look look at your bank statement. Find out what you should have canceled years ago but never bothered to. Just cancel that service and put the money into the It's Super Effective Patreon <laughs> right there. You will not even a notice, you know, in your monthly uh, whatever accounting of your funds, you won't notice the change because it's the same amount of money that's taken out. It's just going to somebody who actually appreciates it versus the big Netflix conglomerate who doesn't even care if you watch their movies or not. Your World of Warcraft subscription. There you go. What other kind of stuff out there is your AOL dial-up account? <laughs> I don't think anyone has any of those anymore. Well, I did until like 2011. But you, all you, they, they don't even hassle you. You you can go to a web page and you can say, I forgot my AOL password. And then they give it to you. And then you're like, I want to cancel my dial-up account. And then they stop taking that $25 a month out of your account. You put that $25 a month towards Pokemon. And then your life is so much more enriched. <laughs> advice uh, from Will. There you go. If you need more life advice from Will, you can find him where? Uh, well, I've been trying to put more effort into Facebook. So facebook.com slash stabinate D speaker. S T A B I N A T E D S P E A K E R. That one. Go there. Awesome. My face, my Facebook people get love. Don't find me anyplace else. <laughs> uh, Georgie, do you want to be found on social media or no? Um, I don't think I'm popular enough to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have a Twitter or something, you can still shout it out if you want to. Well, if you want to follow me, um, I'm on Twitter for Georgie Brax at Twitter. If not, I'm... Also on DeviantArt as 024 Caitlin. That is a Caitlin as in C A I T L Y N. There you go. The DeviantArt is more important. Yeah. The DeviantArt. I'm always checking forever. All right. There you go. The DeviantArt people. Head on over there. Awesome. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at Dragging a Lake. Uh, you can also. Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter. It is at Pokemon Podcast. If, uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, the Twitter is the main main source of if you know we can't put out an episode or if an episode's out early or late or get uh, two episodes in a week or something. So if you're always curious of where stuff is, Twitter is going to be the main source of news. Um, trying to think of what else we are. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud or on iTunes or on Stitcher. Or on various other forms of media out there. If we are not on a certain platform that you want to listen to us, uh, please email me at sbj at pkmncast.com and I will try to get the podcast uh, in mo- and any place I can so you guys can listen to it easier. And if you just have any questions that you want to answer to be on the show, uh, you can email me at the same email, sbj at pkmncast.com. Um, yeah, otherwise... Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Knitters. <laughs> Super. Uh, yeah, thanks, everyone. <laughs>